0: you're listening to the sports moment january 2nd 2024 part of the sports moments and memories with craig olson podcast be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss a sports moment sponsored by lake area Docks and Lifts. here's craig
1: starting out our first ever podcast with results from the holiday tournaments were held this past week around the area Fergus Falls and Pelican Rapids hosted basketball tournaments, and the Otter Boys and Girls both won their championships. The Otter Boys started with a very nice win on Thursday over Worthington, a team that had been averaging 76 points a game. And the Otters, whose mantra has been really strong defense, held them to 36 and they also did some really nice things on the offensive end as they distributed 18 assists in that game and went on to beat Worthington 65-36. to 36. Henry Bethel has come alive offensively. He's been very consistent. He scored a game-high 26 points and was joined in double digits by Ryan Hurst, who had 14 points. Hurst completed a solid all-around night with six rebounds and also had three blocked shots in that game. And Henry Bethel also came up with four steals to lead the team in that category. Then on Friday night in the championship game against a very good Morris area Chicago, Alberta team, the Otters won again, 74 to 58, the final score. And they jumped out to a 16 to nothing lead in that game and never looked back. And I did ask Matt Johnson, the head coach of the Otter boys basketball team, after that championship game win, what has made their defensive efforts so effective so far this season?
0: Yeah, I think it's just a focused intensity, um, whether we're on the ball or off the ball. I think we're giving a much better team effort. Uh, Mike and Henry are doing a great job of putting applying ball pressure up top, um, knowing that on the back end they've got guys like Ryan Hurst uh, who protect the room re- really well. Um, so it's been really fun to see our kids uh, buy into the defensive end and hold a couple really um, quality offensive teams to
1: to some pretty low numbers. On the offensive end, Henry Bethel scored 23 points and he had eight rebounds. Ryan Hurst had 10 points and Levi King dished out five assists in that game. In fact, as a team, the Otters recorded 20 assisted baskets on the night. Coach Johnson talked about sharing the basketball
0: it's, it's a group that's played a lot of basketball together, uh, an unselfish group and, 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 learning, you know, a system in terms of spacing and how we want to move the ball makes a difference. Uh, yeah, Mike has done a good job setting the table, but, but it's really, it, it's a collective effort. Uh, Ryan Hurst, I would say we've liked to play through the post as much as we can, and he's done a great job of distributing. Uh, and you look at our three point percentages on inside out stuff that's come from him or Jack rats or Alex Ellison in the post, uh, we shot it at a really high clip. And so, um, it, it's not just, one guy creating for everybody. I feel like it's a, it's a team effort to do that. And our assist numbers this weekend, I think we had 18 last night and 20 tonight.
1: Um, I might be off a couple on that, but it's been really impressive to watch our guys move the ball. Henry Bethel, Ryan Hurst, and Micah Johnson all earned all-tournament team recognition as the Otters won their home tourney and improved their season record to 5-2. and two. They will be back in action on Friday night when they host the Brainerd Warriors in a Central Lakes Conference matchup. Now, the Otter girls' basketball team was also victorious in their tournament as they won both of their games, winning on Thursday 55-42. It was tied at 25-25 at halftime against the Detroit Lakes Lakers, coached by former Otter Rachel Johnson, who got her team to state last year. And Fergus Falls used a full-court pressure defense to take control of that game Uh, In the second half, Bryn Sternberg came up with nine steals. Bella Anderson had five steals as the Otters forced 32 Detroit Lakes turnovers in that game. Hattie Fullhart led the Otters with 16 points and Sternberg had 15 points and six rebounds, while Ruby Ellison added 13 points. Now, the Otters followed up that performance with another great game on Friday. They, like the Otter boys, started the championship game on a 16-0 run and went on to win 64-46 to over Big Lake in the championship. Offensively, it was Bryn Sternberg, 22 points, 12 rebounds leading the way. I did talk to Bryn about her offense after the game, asked her what is working on that end of the floor.
2: It's pretty it's pretty good for me to be hitting wide-open threes. Um, I mean, they're not always wide open, but knocking them down when I get a look. Um, and just being aggressive toward the, towards the basket. I've been um, finding myself at the free-throw line more than I was last year, and that also allows me to steal some points here and there, too. So just being more aggressive on the bounce and knocking down some open looks when I get the chance.
1: Hattie Fullhart had 13 points and 10 rebounds, 7 of them on the offensive end, as she and Sternberg registered double-doubles in the game. And they were joined in double figures again by Ruby Ellison with 11 points. The Otters didn't shoot the ball that well, only 29% from the field. But they did make 14 of their 20 free throw attempts. One thing that stood out, though, was that 16 to nothing run to start the game. And I asked Hattie Fullhart, what was going on at the start of the game?
0: We showed up. We brought the energy. We knew what we had to do. We executed. Um, We had our bench cheering us on. Um, we were relying on our teammates, and we trusted them.
1: And head coach Josh Steer was very impressed with his team's defensive play. I can't take all the credit. Uh, bringing on Coach Sternberg, he's
2: he's brought a lot of philosophies in a, in a matchup zone over from from the boys' side that that we've adopted, and uh, and he's done a great job of implementing that. Um, so I can't, I can't take all the credit there. I got to share some some of that because he's doing a great job, and and I think sometimes it's good for. Uh, for somebody on the outside like him, you know, this is his first year on staff to to share some of his ideas and his philosophies, and the and the girls kind of hang on every word that he's saying. So, uh, but tonight was a phenomenal effort on the on the defensive side, and and we've been preaching the three E's, you know, energy, effort, and enthusiasm, and and tonight I think we we brought all three of those to start the game, which which uh, we needed to have a good
1: start. Well, defense has really been a key for the Otters, who are off to a six and three start. However, offensively, coach Steer also likes what he's seen as far as the uh, shot selection and the offensive execution.
2: With with the shot clock, I think you're seeing a lot of zones. You're seeing a lot of three-two zones. You're seeing a lot of one-three-one zones and two-three zones, and um, because they're a little tougher to crack, so um, we've we've had to prepare for a lot of different fronts. Um, tonight, you know, they played Big Lake played uh, mostly man all night. They switched to a little zone um, late in the second half, but. Uh, but we finally actually got kind of something in our wheelhouse. You know, we, we really like man offense. It's it's a, comes natural to us. Um, zone offense is always a little bit tougher, and that's why you're seeing more of it with the shot clock because teams uh, teams need to adjust to that, and um, and they burn time by by doing that. So. You know, tonight we kind of we hit our stride um, on offensive execution. And um, I think against Detroit Lakes, you know, our, our defense created our offense. So it's kind of a tale of two nights on the offensive side for us. Well, the
1: Otters will travel to St. Cloud on Thursday, and they will face the crush in a Central Lakes conference meeting. Lake Area Docks and Lifts is one of our sponsors on our podcast. We appreciate Donovan and Renee Rasmussen jumping on board with us. They do great work around the area and have been great supporters of youth activities at all levels. And Lake Area Docks and Lifts has five locations in Minnesota. And they encourage you to check out their boat show booths if you're at the Minneapolis Convention Center or the Fargo Dome for the boat shows in January. They'll have booths at both locations. And boat show discount promotion is effective now from Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Save money before spring. Visit them online or at those boat shows here in January. Pelican Rapids also hosted a holiday basketball tournament, and the Pelican Rapids boys and girls were very successful as they each won their tournament championship. The Pelican Rapids boys edged the West Central Area Knights, the state-ranked Knights. Craig Hunter's team has been having a great start but the Pelican boys won 70-64 to 64 in that championship game. The Vikings, Timmy Guler, Charlie Larson, and Brody Severson were all selected to the all-tournament team, and Timmy Guler scored 29 in that championship game to lead the way. He had 18 of them in the second half. West Central area was represented on the all-tournament team by Cam Anderson, Ben By, and Mitchell Dewey. It was only the second loss of the season for the Knights, who will play at Barnesville on Thursday night and then in Glenwood on Friday against the Minnewaska area as they get back into their regular season schedule. Big night for Cam Anderson as he had 22 points, 6 rebounds, and 3 assists. And Ben By had a double-double in that championship game with 19 points and 10 rebounds. Pelican Rapids improved to 9-1 and one with the win, They will be taking a four-game winning streak into their home game with East Grand Forks on Friday night. Now, the Pelican Rapids girls topped New York Mills to win the Valhalla division of their Minnesota National Bank Classic as they won 62-48 over the Eagles. Pelican led 32-23 at the half, and they had three players, Morgan Korf, Ellie Welch, and Claudia Garath, named to the all-tournament team. New York Mills is represented by Elena Bowne and Ayla Olson. Corf led all scorers with 25 points in the game. She also had eight assists, six rebounds, and seven steals. Ellie Welch and Ari Hovland finished with 14 and 10 points respectively. Welch added eight rebounds. Hovland had four assists. Olson scored 20 to lead New York Mills. The Vikings are 9-0 as they get ready for Heart of Lakes conference action at home on Thursday against the Barnesville Trojans. Now, the other girls' tournament was the Valkyrie Division, and the Underwood Rockets matched up with West Central area in the championship game, and the Rockets won that one 70-46. Coach Brian Hovland thought it was probably the best game his team has played, both defensively and offensively. Liz Luckin scored a game-high 27. Trinity Baker added 13 points, 6 assists, and 5 steals. And Millie Allberg had 12 points and 6 rebounds. Callan Grove, 6 points, 6 assists, 5 blocks, 4 steals, and 12 boards. Talk about a solid floor game. The Rockets buried 9 of 19 threes in that game. Jaden Stiba was the scoring leader for West Central area with a dozen and she was joined in double digits by Macy Gross, who scored 10. Stiba and Addie Staples were named to the all-tournament team. Luckin, Grove, and Trinity Baker were named to the all-tournament team for the Rockets. Underwood is now 7-1. and They have won their last four games, and they'll resume Little Lake Conference play on Tuesday at home against Battle Lake. And West Central area had that seven-game winning streak end as they slipped to 8-3 and three overall. They'll be hosting Osakis on Thursday and will travel to Glenwood to face Minnewaska area on Friday night. So it's a very busy high school tournament season. And at the college level, the Spartan men won twice to claim their Spartan Classic title as they beat Minnesota North College of Itasca on Friday by a score of 83-64, to 64, and then beat Sisseton-Wapiton on Saturday, 93-65, to 65, improving to 8-5 and five on the season. The Spartans only had eight turnovers in that championship game on Saturday. They will open MCAC Southern Division play with a road contest on Wednesday at Minnesota West Community and Technical College in Worthington. And then the conference home season opens on Saturday, with a 3 p.m. start against Riverland Community College. The Spartan women played only one game in their holiday classic, as they shot over 53% in an 85-36 win over Sisseton-Wapiton on Saturday afternoon. The Lady Spartans are now 6-4. They will also have a road game down in Worthington, on Wednesday, and then opened their home conference schedule against Riverland on Saturday. Jana Grunwald was on fire. She hit 11 of 15 field goal attempts and 7 of 8 free throws to finish with a game-high 31 points. Itzel Salazar and Mo Bugby added 22 apiece, and Brooke Finken was a top rebounder with a dozen. And a wrestling highlight for the Otters as freshman Caleb Froning, wrestling at 145 points, was the Otter's Lone Champion at the Benson Braves Wrestling Classic on Saturday. Congratulations to Caleb on that victory. Nolan Field and Max Brunn were fourth-place finishers, and Austin Longoria and Paula Carrillo were in fifth place in their weight classes, while Jack Brunn, Kasten Hartwell, and Antonio Parker all placed sixth in that tournament. While you're listening to Craig Olson Sports Moments and Memories, our podcast, our debut podcast, we want to thank Lake Area Docks and Lifts for being one of our sponsors on the podcast. Donovan and Renee Rasmussen are great supporters of youth activities all around the region, and Lake Area Docks and Lifts serves you from five different locations in Minnesota. You can check out their boat show booths at the Minneapolis Convention Center and the Fargo Dome in January. A boat show discount promotions are in effect now, and that means you can save money before spring arrives. Let's take a look around the region at some of the things that are happening with the Timberwolves and Wild primarily, because some pretty good things are happening on both fronts, especially on the Timberwolves front. Now, they did get beat on New Year's Day. The New York Knicks beat them one twelve to one o six. Timberwolves kind of ran into a a team that was well pretty hot, and they did make a, a trade that got OG Anunoby on their roster, and he scored seventeen in a strong debut and joined Julius Randle, who had 39, to help the Knicks to that 112-106 win over the Timberwolves. Anthony Edwards had 35 for Minnesota. That's the third straight game that he has had 30 or more points. And Carl Anthony Towns snapped out of a recent scoring slump as he added 29 points for the Wolves. They will host New Orleans in their next game on Wednesday. Minnesota is now 24-8. and their lead is down to a game and a half in the Northwest Division uh, over Oklahoma City because uh, the Thunder have won four in a row. They've been playing very well. Denver is only two games back in the Northwest Division standing. It's going to be an interesting race for the Timberwolves to stay in it with that uh, top record. They're second only to Boston as far as the best record in uh, the NBA. And on the NHL side of things, Marc-Andre Fleury became the fourth goalie in NHL history to play in 1,000 games when he was in net for the Minnesota Wilds game against the Winnipeg Jets on Sunday. Martin Brodeur, Robert Luongo, and Patrick Waugh are the only goalies to have played in more games than the 39-year-old Fleury, who is now in his third season with the Wild. He spent the bulk of his career in Pittsburgh, making six hundred and ninety one appearances in thirteen seasons with the Penguins. How he got beat in that game by Winnipeg three to two, but what an impressive run by Marc Andre Fleury in the National Hockey League. Tomorrow on Sports Moments and Memories, we're going to take a look at the NFL playoff picture and what kind of a chance do the Vikings have at making it into the playoffs. And as Vikings fans, do we even want them to get there? It's been so frustrating lately, I'm not sure that I want to go through any playoff games involving the Vikings. But we'll break it down tomorrow as you join us again for uh, Sports Moments and Memories with Craig Olson. We appreciate you joining us today and want to thank Donovan and Renee Rasmussen at Lake Area Docks and Lifts, one of our sponsors on the podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.
0: You've been listening to the Sports Moment with Craig Olson, sponsored by Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Tune in tomorrow for the January 3rd Sports Moment. And mark your calendars for the very first Sports Memory episode featuring the 2000-2001 Lady Spartan National Championship Basketball Team, coming out January 10th.